Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. I have a short one for you today, but hopefully one that will be encouraging and helpful uh, to you in life and things that go on. So, um, hey, uh, the Christian life is something that when you become a Christian, you should always expect to have a quiet life and a life of peace. You shouldn't ever have battles and fights. The Christian life will be very peaceful and without any turmoil. Okay, and if you believe that, all right, uh, you have been uh, sold some uh, uh, some wrong things. Okay, that is not true. The Christian life is a fight. Did you hear me? The Christian life is a fight. It's a battle. The Bible talks about a fight 111 times, battle 171 times, war 346 times. Guess what? That's a lot of fighting. That's a lot of battles. That's a lot of struggles and tests and trials uh, in our Christian life. And we have that, okay? We have that in the Christian life. And listen carefully, if you do not fight, if you do not know how to fight, if you do not fight in this Christian life, you will not be and do and accomplish what God wants for you to accomplish. Uh, it's amazing how many people think it is a pie in the sky or it is a peaceful, easy, happy life. It is not. It is a fight. And you need to realize that and be ready for it and plan for it because in all these areas of life, in the Christian life, it is going to be a fight. Okay. Let me give you a few principles. Uh, first thing is uh, what the devil does is get us to fight the wrong people. The devil gets us to fight the wrong people. Uh, when we were kids in grade school, you're sitting in the rows and what we would do is go over to the next row and flick the outside ear of the guy in the next row. Well, he'd turn around this way and see the guy behind him, and then they would get into it, and we'd sit back over here and laugh, okay? That's what the devil does. He gets uh, people going against each other, and then he, sit back, he sits back and laughs. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Please understand, the person you're fighting, if they're flesh and blood, it's not that. It's the devil who is wanting to use us to hurt you, to destroy you, to create and to cause problems, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So stop fighting the wrong people. Hey, kids, stop fighting your parents. Parents, stop fighting your kids. Husbands, wives, stop fighting each other. Uh, flesh and blood, stop fighting your people at work or friends or family. Stop that, okay? That is not how and what God wants us to fight. And the devil just sits back and laughs as we do, all right? That happens way, way, way too often. So what should you fight for? Fight for the faith. Fight for the faith, the belief, the doctrine, the Bible, the blood, the blessed hope. Fight for the faith. Uh, fight for the word of God and stand with it and stand for it. It's going to be a fight. The devil hates it. He's going to try to destroy it. We must fight for it. Number two, fight for your family. Fight. Be willing to fight for your marriage. Fight for your kids. Fight for your grandkids. Don't let the devil have them. If he starts getting a, a foothold in, fight him off. We're not going to do that, okay? You cannot fight for your family. You cannot let Satan have them, okay? Fight for the faith. Fight for your family. Then um, fight the flesh. Fight the flesh. Battle every day. We buffet the body to keep it into subjection, lest we become a castaway, okay? Lest we become a castaway. Fight the flesh, the alcohol, the drugs, the fornication, the things of the world. They'll mess up, hurt, and destroy your life. Then uh, fight to rule your own spirit. Fight to rule your own spirit. Part of 1632, God said you're stronger if you can rule your spirit. 
than if you can take a city. Um, to fight to keep your spirit up and right, no matter what's going on, to be able to fight to keep your spirit right and your spirit up. Um, and fight for our country, okay? Fight for our country. Don't let the devil have it. Don't let the world have it. Don't let the secular humanist have it and pull it away from what God wants our country to be. Now, how to fight. How to fight. 2 Corinthians 10.4. We... For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought through the obedience of Christ. Where and how do you fight? It's not fleshly weapons. Uh, it's not a gun. It's not a knife. It's not fist. It is what? Casting down imaginations, those strongholds, bringing every thought to the captivity obedience of Christ, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. If we do that, guess what? We're going to win. Should I be thinking that? Should I be meditating on that? No. Make that thought obey Christ. Make that thought obey Christ. Um, so much I could do in this. Also, number two, how do we fight with the armor of God? Ephesians 6, go through it. I'm not going to take time uh, in the short podcast to do that, but go through Ephesians 6, the whole armor of God. Not just, oh, I'm trying to live right. The whole armor of God. I preach a sermon called Barefoot Soldiers. Going through the military, getting all your gear and equipment. Oh, sorry, we ran out of boots. You'll be a barefoot soldier. Can you imagine what kind of soldier you'd be? The only person you'd be concerned about is you. When you're winning souls, guess who you're concerned about? Souls. So that's, so that's the most important thing that we're concerned about. What we say, what we do, where we go. We're concerned about souls being saved and how we're going to influence them and help them for good or for bad. Um, so the whole armor of God. Then next, how are you going to fight with God? With God. I love this. Psalm 18 verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. <laughs> Those are military things. Rock, hey, you can fight with that. Fortress, that's a fort. Deliverer, what? Out of a battle. My God, my strength in whom I trust, my buckler. A buckler is a kind of a shield, a piece of a defensive armor. And the horn of my salvation, that's grace and mercy. The horn to go to the horn to be able to find mercy and my high tower. Um, fight with God. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Make sure you're fighting with God. Nehemiah 4.20, And what place thereof? Therefore ye hear the sound of the trumpet. Resort ye thither unto us. Our God shall fight for us. Do you hear it? Our God shall fight for us. Um, make sure you're fighting with God. If God be for us, who can be against us? You don't understand. There's no hope. You don't understand. Um, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. And how do you fight? To the death. How do you fight? To the death. Never give up. Never give up. I love that picture of the stork and the frog. The stork is eating the frog. The frog's not all the way down yet. It has its hands out, clasped around the stork's neck. <laughs> the stork can't swallow him if the frog has its neck caught up. Never give up, okay? Never give up. Um, realize, I'm going to have to fight until the Lord comes back, until I die. Never give up. Realize it's a good fight. Realize it's a good fight. Paul said at the end of his life, 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I have kept the faith. I've finished my course. I've kept 
the faith. It is a fight, and it's a hard fight. It's easy to get weary in the fight. Um, the Bible uh, talks about smite the, the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. Um, the devil's going to fight the preachers more because if you get the preacher, you're going to knock out a lot of other people also. And so uh, we'll end with this. Years ago, a teenage boy in our church rendered to preach, uh, very gifted, um, talent, sports, music, uh, personality. Uh, looks uh, very gifted, friend to preach, and boy, winning souls, winning souls all the time. He preached in our school chapel one time. I still remember the illustration and, and how neat it was. Um, and he got away from God, and he got backslidden, and his attitude and his face was just hard. And I pulled him in the office one time to talk to him, and, and um, I said, how you doing? And, okay, what's wrong? Nothing. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> I said, really? Really? Man, look at you. And I pulled up the video of him preaching back in school chapel. We watched it. Boy, he was smiling and life and eyes. And, and uh, I said, tell me you weren't happier then. He said, no. I said, man, look at you. So what happened? What happened? He said, it's too hard to fight. I said, man, I'll agree with you. It is a fight. But you know what? It's a good fight. It's a good fight. Two guys maybe coming and trying to hurt my wife. Um, okay, man, I'm not going down without a fight. And I'm going to be fighting for everything I've got. Fighting dirty, doing whatever you have to do. How come? It's a good fight. I may get beat, but it's going to be a good fight. And in this Christian life, listen, it is a fight. But it's a good fight. It's worth it. You'll be so glad that you fought. Don't give up. The Christian life, oh, it's easy. There's no problems ever. No. In this Christian life, there will be fights and fights and fights and fights. And uh, fight the right way with God. We'll win those fights and go forward for him. God bless and have a great week.